Welcome to Entrepreneur Yet. For those of us, sometimes called side hustlers, trying to keep their head on straight while balancing building a business while holding down that nine to five. And I'm your host, Sasha Korobov. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Entrepreneur Yet. Check your business before you wreck your business. And before we jump in, I feel like I want to start first with a confession. And that is that right or wrong, rational or not, I tend to have an all or nothing approach when it comes to how I feel about what I'm doing in my business. So I mean, and this is generally about the things that I try to do to grow my business. I am a Myers-Briggs INTJ. I can't help it. I love data and I don't do well with ambiguity. It's just how I'm wired and who I am. So what this means, practically speaking, is that if I try something and it doesn't work, or if I pitch an article or a podcast and I don't hear back, I get discouraged. And every now and again, I kind of slow down for a while. I don't quit entirely necessarily, but um, stuff just feels so much harder and so much more labor intensive for me because I'm discouraged. And during those times, it's really hard to power through. But luckily, in the last year of my business, I've been able to take a bird's eye view of what's really going on. And I had to check myself once I realized what was actually happening. And that is that when I get discouraged, it turns out that I'm actually impatient. And can you blame me? I mean, in the online world, there's so much marketing noise out there. There are so many glitzy photos of happy ladies holding cups of something and smiling. And can we just for a moment, you know, they're always holding cups. And I don't know why, but it's basically a rule in online business that if you're a woman online business owner, you must be holding a cup and smiling at the camera. So that notwithstanding, sorry about that tangent. But yes, glitzy photos of these happy business owners and copy about how they were able to create their dream business in just a few months, and all of their wildest dreams came true. And they started from, you know, living in a milk crate, but they found the magic silver bullet, and it changed everything. And you can do if you just did like they did. And all I can see in that moment is that they are successful, and that I'm not. And that must mean that I suck as a person, and I have no business being in business. But then I check myself. So I mentioned in the first episode of Entrepreneur Yet that I've spent a ton of money and three years trying different courses, and I've been exposed to so many different tactics and tools and tricks. And boy, have I learned a thing or two. And this is where the checking myself comes in. So in these ads with all the happy ladies holding cups of mystery beverages, I'm now a bit wiser as to what is reality versus what is marketing. What do I mean? What am I rambling about? Well, when you see coaching and consulting testimonials out there, there are a lot of promises of making 30 grand overnight or going from zero to a million dollars in five minutes or whatever it is. And it can be so sexy. And they make so much money selling these promises to us too. And you know what? Maybe it's legit. I would like to think that these people are truthful about the results they've gotten for their clients, that there are real people behind this. But something we need to take away here is that buried in the fine print of these marketing campaigns is that these results are not typical. And that's not a huge surprise. By not typical, they mean not common, which might also translate into them being rare. And I'm not saying that you can't do it. 
you can be that atypical result. I believe you can. I wouldn't be here talking about it if I didn't believe it was possible. But what some of these marketing campaigns don't disclose, and by the way, they absolutely don't have to because there's nothing wrong with it. But what they don't disclose is that these people who are selling you these courses and programs were literally professional digital marketers before going into their business, which is fine. It's great. But they had a little bit of a leg up knowing what to do and what would work and how to be super clear on their customer needs without a lot of extra financial or time investment. And it's great to learn from people like that who really know their stuff in an ever-changing online world. But there's a small chance that you're not a digital marketer, nor do you have loads of cash on hand to hire one. So here is key takeaway one of two of this little pep talk. I beg you for your sanity and for your resources to please manage your expectations. For example, you want to make a million dollars this year? Cool. Now reverse engineer that. What are the steps along the way in this calendar year with benchmarks every month or at least every quarter of how you're going to get there? If you look at that planning and it feels doable, Godspeed. Off you go. And when you get there, please pay off my student loans. If, however, you're like most of us and those reverse engineered goals toward a million dollars in a year look vague or really unrealistic or without a whole lot of substance to the planning, you know, kind of like, well, I want to make a million dollars and if I just will it so it'll happen. No, you need to revisit and see what you can actually do, what you can actually manage with the resources that you have and focus on more incremental growth. And this leads us to takeaway number two for today. So growing your business, if you're growing it sustainably, will take time and you're actually grateful for that. Do you know why? Well, let's say you launched a course and brought in 750K, right? You bought one of these $2,000 courses. You did everything you said it was gonna, uh, you said you would do everything that they asked you to do. And before you made the 750K, you were just a little solopreneur having inconsistent three to four figure months or maybe less And all of a sudden you have 750 students and online training portals to manage. Guess what? Your business will likely crash and burn. And that's because your business doesn't have the infrastructure to handle that kind of rapid growth. So you haven't taken the time to build a little team. You don't know how to troubleshoot the stuff that comes from that growth. You haven't tried and tested the systems to streamline and automate your processes as you've grown or outsource, you know, delegate. Fast growth is not always good growth, even if you are that atypical result that makes it happen. So I recently heard someone say on a podcast or blog somewhere, you can't shoot a cannon from a rowboat because even if you got to have a blast that was that big, the boat shatters and you're just destitute in the water. (laughs) The foundation isn't there to support it. So I'm not trying to say that fast growth is bad. So just cope with what you have in the hand you're dealt. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's actually a real benefit to slower growth. There's data. Yes, I love data. I told you I'm an INTJ, right? Like I love facts and data. So a report came out from a team of a bunch of academic nerds along with Bank of America last year that touched on this. And it's called Beyond the Bucks. I'll link it in the show notes if you wanted to check it out. The findings report here 
that of all of the venture capital that's lent out by big banks, so you know these shark tank type investments, under 3% of it goes to women. Okay. So we can think about how obnoxious that is and get frustrated. It's appropriate to do that. But actually, as a result, women tend to use slower, more organic ways to build their businesses. And therefore, their businesses tend to be more sustainable. Their businesses tend to last longer and have better, more well-oiled systems in place because they've done the slow and steady route versus the fast rabbit, just trying to get their big investment and then they just implode. So just to drive it home, again, fast growth doesn't mean good growth. And as we've already talked about, fast results are not typical. And you know now, fast results, even if you are part of that atypical grouping, might be bad for your business if you haven't taken the time to get your infrastructure in place. Now, I know this flies in the face of a lot of marketing that you see out there with testimonials about overnight success and life-changing impacts it has on your business. But I argue that the how of getting there is much more important than the how fast you get there. And I'm seeing that now in my own business. Your business will thank you for giving it the love it deserves and not trying to crash and burn it for the sake of being able to say, I'm an overnight success. So with that, that's all we've got for today. But next time I've got something special for you. The Entrepreneur Yet podcast is officially beginning interviews. So don't forget to hit subscribe because you don't want to miss it. But until next time, take care.